Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Marymount College. We have embarked on the season of Lent, a period of 40 days, during which Christians prepare to celebrate the central mystery of our faith, namely how the th- through the full embrace of our human nature, our Creator became our brother and suffered, died and conquered death, so that there would be no obstacles preventing us from enjoying the unity and communion we were created to enjoy with our Creator, with each other, and with all of creation. The 40-day time period for Lent is a reference to the time that Jesus spent fasting and praying in the desert after being baptized by John the Baptist and before beginning his own ministry of proclaiming that the reign of God was present in the here and now. The scriptures tell us that during that time, he experienced three temptations meant to distract, dissuade, and derail his mission of bringing God's abundant mercy, forgiveness, and love to us. The three temptations he has offered, to turn stones into bread to fill his empty stomach, to prove his divinity by leaping off the temple and having angels rescue him, and of seeking power, glory, and worship for himself rather than for God, all begin with the words, if you are the Son of God. And so we see Jesus experiencing the temptation to be more than human rather than fully human. In my own personal meditation and reflection on his temptations in the desert, I imagine he experienced far worse temptations than these. What if, instead of trying to get Jesus to abandon his humanity because he need not suffer the hunger, the limitations, and the powerlessness common to all human beings, he had to wrestle with whether or not the human race was worth saving at all? What if during that time in the desert, Jesus was given glimpses of how we humans would respond to his offer of unconditional love and freedom by rejecting it out of fear and killing him in such a disgraceful manner? Or worse, what if he could glimpse what we would do with the salvation from slavery, domination, and oppression that he offered by becoming those who would enslave, dominate, and oppress others in his name? What if his temptations were meant to convince him that being human was completely beneath and unnecessary, but even more so, loving the human race was just not worth it because we would refuse that love and replace it with our own desire to protect ourselves through our inhumanity and the power and violence that emerges from that inhumanity. The temptations that Jesus experienced in the desert were not lies or deceptions, but the full and honest truth about being human. It is hard, and humans are just not very good at accepting its sufferings, its limitations, and its powerlessness. So why bother trying to help us be something that we don't want to be ourselves? The good news for us is that regardless of how tempting and powerful and strong and true those temptations were for Jesus, His response to them was to choose to be human in order to show us what humanity is meant to be and not to be more than human or less than human. Leaving us with the invitation to be human as Jesus was human, 
and not trying to be divine as Jesus was divine or show ourselves unwilling to embrace the challenge of being human that Jesus chose to embrace with us. So what would it look like if we were to participate in the season of Lent as an invitation to join Jesus in choosing to be more fully human rather than efforts to overcome our humanity or to reject it completely? Many of us have been raised to see Lent as a time to engage in sacrifices like giving up chocolate or something else we enjoy. That can certainly have its place and its value, but I have always worried that the effort we put into sacrifices like that actually make us less than human, as our efforts at self-denial end up having a negative effect on the people around us who have to put up with our complaining about the struggle. More often than not, as is, the, is in the case with New Year's resolutions, we don't get very far into Lent before we fail and then experience an, oh, what's the use kind of shame that leaves us feeling worse about ourselves. I also worry that it might even be worse for us to actually succeed in our resolve to deprive ourselves and so, up, so end up not being humbled by Lent, but proud of our accomplishments. Of course, if we pick up where we left off with our enjoying of something we think was worthy of sacrificing, I wonder how much inner transformation actually occurs during the season of Lent. What if instead of giving something up for Lent, we did things that would call us back more and more to our true nature as human beings? What if we were to focus on the process we are going through each day to become who we truly are in connection with our Creator each other, and with creation. During this season of Lent, we in the Grace J. Palmisano Center for Campus Ministry at Merrimack College are offering two invitations to us as a community of people called to become more fully human beings each day. One is an introspective tool, the other an invitation to become more mindful and intentional of how we consume, use, and waste the tools and products at our disposal. This Lent, we are introducing the community to something we are calling an Augustinian examine. An examine, which has always been the central feature of the spirituality of the Jesuits, is a daily reflection of our experience of ourselves, God, others, and creation. Our examine does that using themes that are central to the spirituality we have received from St. Augustine's own struggle to know himself as a flawed, broken human being loved by God. To use the examine well requires only about five minutes each day, but five minutes of quiet, centered stillness and focus. It invites us to take a break from the pressure and anxiety we all feel to respond, to perform, succeed, accomplish in order to survive in the world and to reflect on who we are becoming as persons in response to those pressures and demands. Once we are quiet and focused, the examine begins with an invitation to consider generally where we find ourselves in our journey through life at this moment, especially in our relationships with ourselves, others, God, and creation. It then invites us to look at where we are and who we are becoming as we make that journey by calling our attention to how grateful we are, how humble we are becoming, how compassionate we are, and how generous we are. 
These four themes may well be the roadmap to becoming a more fully human person as their opposites, however we might define their opposites, are more often what we believe we must be in order to survive and thrive in the world. For example, I have begun to notice that when I am not focused on being intentionally grateful, I can be very entitled, complaining about what I do not have, how my needs are not being met, rather than noticing, acknowledging, and appreciating what I have been given. Gratitude calls me to be more receptive to what has been offered to me. Called to humility, I become aware of how competitive I can be in comparing myself to others, how driven I might be to succeed, how embarrassed I can be about failing, how dependent I may be on the affirmation and approval of others, even when I might receive that for things I do not value. Called to compassion and empathy, I become aware of how many people I do not even see, let alone imagine what each of us might be carrying as a burden so that I might feel closer to others. Called to generosity, I wonder why I am so protective of what belongs to me and whether it could be shared more freely with others or if I could do with a little less and be more free as a result. I have found that being more intentionally and deliberately grateful humbles me as I see what I have been given without earning it. And that humility helps me to see how more alike I am to those around me than I am different. And that invokes compassion and empathy for others. When I am grateful, humble, and compassionate, being more generous is simply the next logical step as the need to hoard, protect, and keep what is mine makes less and less sense. Finally, the examine asks the most important question in the Augustinian spiritual tradition. What did I love today? St. Augustine understood himself and us as being very good at loving, at giving ourselves, our time, our attention, our energy, and our passion for the sake of something or someone else. However, he realized that while we are naturally good at loving, we have a really hard time making good choices about what we love. And so we spend ourselves in the service of loving that which is not worthy of our love. A daily reflection on what we have given ourselves away for may well help us to give ourselves away for that which will give ourselves back to us, healed, restored, and loved fully and completely in return. And so, in a, instead of a sacrifice that might, might make you and others miserable during Lent, what about offering up five minutes a day to check on how you are doing as a human being, becoming more grateful, more humble, more compassionate, more generous, and loving what is worthy of your love? If you're interested in using the Augustinian Examine, you can find copies of it in the chapel of our Mother of Good Counsel in Austin Hall, and in the Campus Ministry Center on the third floor of the Sackowitz Campus Center. Meanwhile, the second invitation we are offering to our community is something we are calling the Sustainability Challenge for Offices and Departments. 
rather than giving up chocolate or something else. We are suggesting that there may be an abundance of opportunities to become more fully human in our workplaces. What if during Lent we all began to practice more mindful use of the things that we have in enormous abundance here, like paper, plastic, power, and energy? In his encyclical letter on caring for our common home, Pope Francis asserts that the current environmental crisis facing our planet in the form of global warming, climate change, and the pollution of our water and air is more of a spiritual crisis of humanity's disconnection from the rest of creation than a technological crisis. And so its solution is a spiritual transformation rather than a technological rescue. And so we are inviting those of us who make this campus our workplace, if we might together make our workplaces sacred spaces that connect us rather than separate us from the material world that supports us, nurtures us, and provides for our needs by deliberately reducing what we consume and reusing as much as possible rather than throwing it away without considering its consequences. Taken together, the Augustinian Examine and the Sustainability Challenge will work together to support us in the process of becoming more fully human during Lent and becoming more fully human together. So I hope you will accept these invitations while continuing to enjoy all the chocolate you want.